1: Coming
2: to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Well, it was shaping up to be a pretty quiet morning uh, until a few moments ago where... uh, we got some news on TikTok, and that, that, that'll be the leader. Dennis is here, I promise. He's stepped away, but he, he, he'll be back. Uh, Spencer Israel, Joel, and Dennis, stick with you. Uh, TikTok back in the news this morning. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk, today was was always going to be a more volatile day. You've got the spy going, ex dividend, you've got options expiration, Quad of which. Uh, but TikTok is the lead story of the day um, as of. 7 30 or so this morning i'll uh, we'll talk about the implications of that there's dennis see i told you he'll be back uh we've got uh yeah implications from tiktok Spac of the day another electric vehicle Spac deal so we'll talk about that as well jason rasnick is our guest he will be on with us at 8:40 840 or 8:45, somewhere in that window so a lot to get to on today's show i'll bring on joel here joel update us on
3: what has happened in the overnight session uh a little bit of a a Choppy session. Uh, we're basically unchanged here. We traded down to 33.31. Nothing there for you, folks. On the upside, 59.75. Nothing for you there. So, uh, a choppy session. Uh, unchanged seems to be the big number we're going to be looking at today. Uh, crude. I got a little pop off of Goldman note saying, uh, you know, demand or the storms or whatever. So, you popped over 41. But now you're right back under 41. So I don't know if that was just a little selling opportunity. I'm going to see this. Hopefully this consolidates up here for a few days and then uh, maybe take a look on the short side. Uh, Gold in the green by 820 at 1958.10. Uh silver in the green by twelve and a half cents at twenty seven twenty two and a half and Bitcoin just barely above eleven thousand. The futures are up sixty dollars at eleven thousand in ten and uh, I want to bring in uh triple D here and uh first of all, uh where is he? I want to say a uh,
4: fast market here.
3: You're at a fast market?
4: Yeah, I'm trying to hook up. My kid's doing virtual school, and the oh. Ethernet connection's not hooked up for his. I, I actually moved the Ethernet connection last night, and I didn't hook it up. So I got to do that in about five minutes. So i have to go away for a minute. Okay. I, I, just I can wanna, talk to you for five minutes here. What's up?
3: I want to I say, uh, say Happy New Year.
4: <laughs> oh, it's Rosh Hashanah? Yes. See, yeah. I know my Jewish holidays. <laughs> I had to think about it, but... I know my Jewish holidays, and I got a sneaky girl coming in the background here, too, so. All right, Dennis, go, go,
2: go This get, is like
4: this, C- we ever, what it, was it, that haircut. CNN video when the kid sneaks in the background, and then the wife comes in and tries to roll the kid out? Well, this is happening here right now. Look who's sneaking in the background. <laughs> Just waking up. She's had a little bit of a bad hair day, but she's, I here she is. I wonder where she gets There's the Natalie. bad hair from. There she is. <laughs> oh, she my says, Oh, I see myself on TV. I would, oh, I would never at get screen. any
3: work done if I had a kid like that around, man. I
4: would just be. <laughs> she's, oh you know God, what she's, she's going to say horrible. to me now is toast. Toast?
3: Gotta, she wakes you're up toast. and she
4: says toast. All right. <laughs> she you, just barks the wanna, orders. I'm the slave around here. I'm a slave to Ben Zing, I'm a slave to trading. And I'm a slave to my daughter
2: you want to go take care of your house and then uh, come
4: back? <laughs> yeah maybe i should do that actually i'm gonna be back here with you in two minutes i'm gonna hook up the ethernet so my boy can learn something because his school starts in 10 minutes and i'm gonna go uh make sure my wife realizes that the daughter's on the show all she obviously doesn't know all right, we'll see I'll be you. back. at got you in three minutes. We'll see if fast weeks. market. It's always okay. a fast market here. <laughs> Just
2: raising your hand because you got a question. All right, uh, let's go back to what I was saying before. Here, uh, it, it, it was a pretty quiet morning uh, until around seven twenty, seven thirty, when some news came out. Uh, actually, Reuters was the ones that broke this report, and then went to the Financial Times, and then it, it was official by uh, the Commerce Department. But the news is that the Department of Commerce uh, says they're. Going going to stop people in the U.S. from downloading TikTok and WeChat beginning on Sunday. So if you already have those apps, you're fine, uh, but, uh, and you can still use them uh, as you were. But if you don't have them and you want to get them, you apparently have 48 hours to do so, after which you will not be able to download those apps if you're in the U.S., so uh that that was the latest development we know these ongoing negotiations uh the the deadline uh was was uh well let's see Wilbur Ross also said that the the TikTok deal or TikTok could be shut down if if no deal is reached if this whole thing isn't finalized by November 12th that was from Bloomberg um so a lot of moving parts here you saw Oracle uh and react to this instantly same thing with the other social media stocks snapchat facebook twitter not so much pinterest but uh, you saw immediate volatility on this headline joel
3: okay well i think that's about as long as i want to spend talking about tiktok here um we could just look at the stocks and i i'd see i i mean no value in the app i don't
4: have it on my phone, and I I could care less. I mean, I guess a lot of the people. Are you talking TikTok down again? I go away for one minute, and you have to try. We've already we've TikTok. already covered
3: it, Dennis. We've already covered TikTok. You're We're fast. Not yeah. Yep.
4: Uh, I, I heard you talking about TikTok again. I go
3: ahead. I'm just. I was just gonna give the tech. <laughs> give the technicals on. You're Oracle. not gonna
4: download TikTok before Sunday, Joel. Is that what you're telling me? You better I, download it because this is your last chance. Can I rant. just get it
3: off my phone? I don't even have it downloaded, and I it see stuff. It shows up in your Twitter feed. Uh, eh? yeah. Is that
4: how you see it in your Twitter feed? Yeah, uh, I and, I also, yeah and I
3: also yeah, and I am I am days away from from liquidating my Twitter position. I,
4: I, I just I'm I've mad about the fake triple D accounts, and are they still there? I gotta go check again because it's ridiculous. They just don't take them down. I was noticing there was all fake Jim Cramer accounts, too, like pretending to be him as well. So I guess it's not just me. but um, Yeah, were
3: they asking for money?
4: I don't know. I, well, they say they small talk you first. Like I can't because you know what they do? They block you right away. So you can't see what they're doing. I do see a lot of them are down now. I'm trying to see if there's triple DD trader still there. This was the newest one. But then there was at underscore tripped, triple D trader that was there, too. Did they take them down yet? You know, I see a lot of them, I think, are actually getting taken down now, but it took them long, long enough. So I don't know how they stop. How do you stop that, though? How do you actually stop new imposters pretending to be you on Twitter? Like they can just keep changing handles and copying your profile and do just keep you doing
2: pretend it. Tennis, you pretend to be them. Oh, I could be t- pretend to be the imposter. You be
4: uh, triple D. Ask people for money. Triple D. And, D uh, but I'm, it's really me. no i will not ask anybody for money ever 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 on twitter so if you get asked for money by me it is not me so it looks like they're trying, but that's a hard thing to stop like the security of it all is a hard thing to stop and i don't know i'm i'm halfway i own the twitter with you joel and i'm like 80 percent of the way there to be talked out of this stock too well yeah
3: i mean i'm just i don't know well all these years to be a great tech company and it has it i mean what, what when is it going to move? When is it going to do something? I
4: Move it right now. We made money. When what, did you I buy this? You're up
3: seventeen. But look at you're eh.
4: complaining. It's all he complained because every other tech stock's up two hundred percent. His only yeah, up one hundred percent. He feels like he's losing money. You're in before me. I'm in from thirty. So I you, you did way better than it me. Better hold
3: thirty eight. I'll keep an eye on thirty eight. You tell me when you're
4: selling because if Joel Conan sells, I sell because he never sells anything. So 38. selling, it's got to be good.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, 38 has been holding up. So, you know, maybe, I don't know. I'll just forget about it. But, it's up uh, this
4: morning on the TikTok news. So yeah. is Snapchat. So is Facebook. So is Pinterest, I would assume. Yeah, all up on, um, obviously. Uh, up. Why?
3: Why? Why are they uh, up It's up?
4: an alternative, right? So if you can't download TikTok, maybe you got to look, go look. I'll, I'll tell you, my wife is the key example. She used to be on Pinterest, pinning everything she's on TikTok nonstop now, just watching TikTok and laughing at all the videos. So it's eating into her Pinterest time for sure. So if she can't have TikTok, when they're not saying, I think if you've downloaded already, you were saying you can still keep using it. But, um, you know, if new people can't download it, that's going to, you know, obviously push people back to the other platforms. So that's why it's up. Now, is this just positioning by Trump, though? Did you talk about this in the 30 seconds right. I was gone? Is right. this just positioning? Really. I,
2: I didn't really get there yet, but ongoing negotiations. We know this is a developing story, so this would not be
4: the end-all be-all by any means. He, this is an ongoing process. He um, negotiates this way, though. He's like you know the bull in the china shop when he's coming in there. He comes in, and he plays it tough. You know, like, you know, he comes right back to, you know, his show, The Apprentice. And, you know, you're fired. You know, it's the tough guy. So he's always plays the tough guy. But then, you know, even let's look even at his uh, with, with Kim, um, with, with the North Korea uh, president then. Kim, Kim Jong-un. Am I saying that right? Kim Jong-il.
2: Kim Jong-il. Kim, Kim Jong-un was Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un was his dad, right? Or Kim, that was Kim Il-sung. Maybe that was the grandpa. Kim Jong-il was right. the guy.
4: So anyways, remember when he was first, you know, when he first became president, and he's like, you know, they're talking about the nuke wars, and he's like, well, we got bigger nukes, you know, so, and then they ended up being best friends at the end, they were shaking hands and stuff at the border. So, you know, can this happen with TikTok? I think it's just, this is how he starts, he comes in tough, and then he softens up eventually. So I do think eventually, it's, it's I, I wouldn't even be surprised this doesn't go through, but. They're talking about it nonstop. There is implications. Oracle, Walmart are trading down. Microsoft doesn't care because they were, you know, left, you know, without a partner here at the party, anyways. Um, and then you're seeing the other social media plays rise on this. Is this just a temporary thing then, or if TikTok actually doesn't get banned, or thought?
3: It's just like it's just such a waste of time. Let's move on. I, I really it's don't. It's not care. a waste of time it because money being
4: made and lost in it. Maybe TikTok's a waste okay, of time. Okay. Yeah,
3: if Oracle does, let's talk about I was about sure how to Walmart.
4: I just made a point off of it. So it definitely wasn't a waste of time.
3: Okay. All right. Uh, Oracle has been dabbling around in this thing, had to move after earnings, tried to, you know, it's make it. It has to hold 59. I don't care what it does with TikTok, but if it doesn't hold 59, it's going to 57. Okay. Uh, Walmart. Got hit on this that 135 support. Dennis bought it at 135.10 and th- sold it at 136.10. 35. No, I is- sold it short. Oh, you sold it short. Okay. My it popped. All right. All right. What? Yeah. 138. That's ridiculous for Walmart to move three bucks on a headline like that. Uh, that Walmart has to hold uh, 135. You can see that plain as day. And then Mr. Softy, uh, who stepped out of the uh, out of the bidding. Uh, Mr. Softy. They aren't
4: even affected by these that headlines has to hold because 200. they're out. They're Microsoft out. Okay. is pretty much right. out, so the, I don't think the it's biggest affected takeaway, by The
2: biggest it. takeaway from this is like this could go on for another
4: month, more, two months. Oh, Who man. knows? And Everything. the headlines are going to move these prices around. Exactly. So there is money to be made on the headlines. If you're shorting Walmart there last night or shorting Walmart on that headline this morning, you're making money. So you can make money trading these headlines. Just gotta okay. realize the implications of it. The algos don't have it programmed. Oh wait, TikTok getting banned short Walmart. Yeah, they will. But you know, the Shh, trade won't them, go on this Yeah, I know, and I just told them all. So now they're all pumping them on and getting they say, hurry up that programming yeah, program here. What's going on? Okay. But it wasn't it wasn't algo traded. I don't think so, because it was pretty slow.
2: All right, so and then we will thing. see uh, if this ends up being a buy the dip situation. That that could inform us that next time we get uh, TikTok, um, you know, being removed from Apple Store headline, right? Uh, next time we get that, if the first time around it was a buy the dip situation, that could that it could be that going forward. So I,
4: I think it is a buy the dip situation. I don't. I think it's the bullying, and I do not think that in the long run the TikTok is going to be banned here in the U.S. and or the downloads banned. So maybe it's a short-term thing for a day or two or they're going to figure it out. So I think it is a buy the dip opportunity. I am long Oracle in the long-term portfolio, but I would think about buying the dip on this too I don't care about the technicals because it's going to be the the headline that drives the price. Walmart's back near your 135 support. And yes, it's critical that it holds in. Yes, run option expiration. But if they get a deal done with TikTok, you're going to see a pop in the stock. So it doesn't matter where it is. So I'd like to maybe, and, and it depends, like if it goes through, and this is all headlines, so you're gambling on the headlines. If they actually do ban it Sunday night, maybe Walmart's significantly lower on Monday. But if they decide to back off and they don't ban it, and Walmart and Oracle get this deal done, we've seen before Walmart pop significantly, like to the tune of eight, nine points on this. So I don't mind the risk reward on Walmart here. I kind of like it. I'd be a buyer and also I'm out of my short, I covered my short cause it came in for me and I'm actually looking at it. I'd be a buyer of this pullback on Walmart. And so yesterday there was, you know,
2: the headlines about the two will have to, you know, spin off to its own publicly traded company. If there's going to be a headline about this every other day, watch to see how the market reacts to each one of those headlines, whether, whether positive or negative. You know, I, you know I, I'm with you, Dennis, on, on the buy-the-dip situation here. I see no reason why, why Walmart shouldn't go back to 138 here. I mean, based on this headline.
4: Yeah, they, I, I think it's just bullying. I don't think it's right. like, positioning is all I think it is. So I don't think it's imminent that it is getting banned. So um, let's look at what about options with Walmart? You know, if you want to play it a safer way, what about going out to next week? Because this is all is, is materializing. But if you went out, let's just say, oh, man, they got the premiums jacked for this. You can never make money with options. This is the story here, Joel. You can never make money buying options because look what they did. 140, which is three and a half points out of the money for Walmart, No, now more, four and a half points out of the money, but we, options aren't open, so we can't see the price. So these will be down a little bit here. A buck 60 for a week out in Walmart. Man, he just got a sell premium in that. That's, I, I cannot believe Sell that they've got spread. them jacked that much. These Sell options, a, they just jack them up.
3: In the money put if you want.
4: Bottom line, yeah, you're better to do it that way. Take in the premium because you just can't might make money buying options. It just doesn't work. I don't know. There's a whole world. There's a you whole are you there. are on There's mute or something, Joel. Yeah. I don't know, Joel. All... of
3: dollars of options every day. Don't you watch CNBC? Don't you yeah, watch? Yeah, I know. They
4: keep telling us, you know, to buy options and make money. I tell you, a majority of people who buy options lose money. All right, Options that, are for selling, taking in the premium, but okay. being smart about it. Spencer, Are, are you just your heads up?
3: Please. Uh, I think yeah, it's you're just because I because I just talk loud. Spencer, please take the rain here and get us off this tech talk. Joel's thing. so
4: angry about TikTok.
3: It's, I'm not angry. You should just be just happy.
4: A- this is getting I'm about rid of it to for swear.
3: You. I'm about to swear if we don't we have
4: <laughs> <on. You've> never <laughs> swore on the show. Well, this would be I'm a first. Close. Me and Jason have swore. Well, the good, news is,
2: the good news is if you swear, you are can ask for forgiveness in, in a week. But uh, all right, let, let's move on. Uh, the, the SPAC of the day here. Ooh, I like back of the day. Yeah. PIC, Pivotal Investment Corp. They are merging with XL Fleet. What does XL Fleet do, you ask? Great question. What does
4: it sound like they do? Electric vehicle trucks. Boom. Why would you... If you're a SPAC, why would you do anything except EV plays right now? Because you see what your what the SPAC does on it. So what's the, this is PIC? P I C. That's it. What a crappy ticker symbol this one is. What's that have to do with EVs? Get a good ticker symbol. Anyway, Dennis, okay. Dennis, Dennis, this is the name of the of the ticker. Of the, Pivotal Investment Corp. I know. Yeah, that's I'm the right. name of the. But oh, they, yeah, but you gotta have like one that you're anticipating. You know, so you got SPAC already in there. Like SPAC, S P A Q. That one's cool because it's SPAC. No, this is a that's what sp- we're talking about. Okay, sp- I'll stop picking on the tick- ticker symbol. Pick, pick on, on the ticker ticker symbol, PIC getting a pop, twenty one percent. I mean, these things announce that they're doing an EV play; they pop up on them. So I never even heard of this one before today. I wish I would have because ten fifty, it's trading around the ten, you know, the ten support. But these things just kind of hover forever, and now it announces something and it gets a pop. So. I don't, I don't know what to say. It's hard to trade after the fact, but if you're buying it yesterday at ten fifty, congratulations! Immediately twenty-one percent. I got a nice
3: pop, thirteen fifty. That's all I can tell you. Still holding the gains right now, a little bit over thirteen. Seems to be some uh, resistance. Took out the all-time high from two days ago. Uh, You're trading on something that may buy something else that may be good. So, if that's your investment mantra, uh, then go in here and buy, 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 buy. I'm still fully trying to understand these uh, specs and I'm not investing in it. So, let's take a look at 1350. But it seems like there's a seller just over 13 right now.
2: I would just add that uh, the spec that I speculated on a few weeks ago, I, uh, GMHI, I sold that one yesterday or the day before.
4: Uh, Has so, that announced something?
2: Yeah, that's the one that's, that's merging with uh, Peter Thiel's
4: uh, AI car company. Well, that sounds cool. Why'd you sell it? Because it wasn't doing anything. What do you mean it wasn't doing it? went up for three. It went from 11 to 13 and a half.
2: Yeah. And then I saw it. Pretty I darn saw, good. Not, not really. I guess I have higher expectations.
4: <laughs> you made 20% in two days. <laughs> no, Holy. The expectations that this market has Stop. 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 created
1: is Stop. out of hand. Yes, used
4: to the, be 20% in a year was a pretty good year. Now, if you don't make 20% in three days, you suck. I got to move on to where the good like, money yeah, is.
3: Yeah, I need some action. I,
4: mean, I need uh, some gonna, action. You walked yourself into this one, Slow. It's that one right up the middle to me. I
2: bought it like three weeks ago.
4: Oh, it's so 20% three Ah, weeks. That sucks. The annualized return on that is only 300% a year. You're a terrible money manager in this market if you're only making 300% a year. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I, specs, I, I know. You know what? There's mentality that's like, oh, this isn't enough. I'm not making enough on I'm this. It, so. I get tired of looking at it. I get tired of looking at it. You're listening to me too much, Spencer. Yeah. That's a. Problem. He doesn't like that. Uh, I don't hold anything more than five minutes. Yeah. He, he doesn't like
3: that uh, the candle from Wednesday and then... I
4: don't the, like the candle either. And then
3: Thursday you got the follow through, so... Yeah. Let's we'll see. All I right. mean, a lot of air under the low from yesterday, that low from yesterday. We're, we're trading up seven cents. After that kind of slacking, you like to see it get away. 12.29. There you go. Another low at 12.38. If not, pair of lows will might save you. Uh, spotting uh, 11.70, 11.80, 11.75 next support point in GMH. I,
2: I want to go away from the SPACs, away from TikTok. We're going to some more movers here. Uh, Beyond the Meat, Oh, a, a stock.
3: A real stock. Okay, Actually,
2: go ahead. downgrades
4: beyond meat.
2: JP Morgan is down to underweight. Huh. The, downgrading the, the sell. Morning. Yep, their version of the sell rate. And that's the first downgrade to, that I've, I'm seeing in the Benzema Pro and Beyond Meat
4: since uh, the end of June problem is they timed it well here, Joel. They looked at that and said, hey, we got three, four tops in the same area. And yeah, now's our time to strike. We're catching some nice. breakout traders here. Nice. Let's pull the rug out from under them and downgrade it now. So they're using their charts to time this thing. Um, it was looking good before this downgrade. Does this catch a few traders? It, it probably does. I don't know. But the, the candle from yesterday, it up from 136. What was the headline yesterday? I mean, oh wait a second! Sorry, I'm on a weekly. What was the headline? But the last three days, we went from like 140. It's been really flying here.
3: Yeah, so why has
4: Beyond Meat been so hot the last like week and a half? Well, I haven't been following.
3: Last it. four days.
4: Yeah. Do we know? Well, there was uh, there was a headline last week that,
2: about their products being in Starbucks uh, in in China. Ooh. They announced a new
4: a new product. time are going to get on? A Monday or Monday? So, yeah. Like a sausage and Starbucks type deal, because that worked so well until. And,
2: and they also announced a new product. They have, they have Beyond Meatballs, which I guess seems like a no-brainer. If you're going to do meat, you might as well ball them up. Beyond
4: but, Meatballs. Uh, yeah, I I don't have an answer for you. Down six bucks. It's priced probably what it, you know. I I'm not buying it because I want to see how it reacts. Let's see what it does. Yesterday's low. Can it bounce off yesterday so at 149.26? Let's try to bounce off 150. You're trying to find some support there. If it can hold 149.26, it has the potential to you know, shrug this downgrade off. If it breaches 149.26 – and starts breaking trend, then, you, you know, because you see JP Morgan, they can carry a very, you know, heavy stick and they have a lot of weight. So, you know, you could see some follow through selling too. I would say that's my level. I think Joel agrees with me 149.26. If you're trying to pick the bottom here, I am not.
3: And if you are trying to pick a bottom, if you do catch it, I just don't think you're you're going to have to find an intermediate point here because your close is one fifty seven twenty two. The high was one fifty seven fifty eight. So, you know, I could come up with a daily number here for you guys, but I, we don't have time to go through that. But I uh, intermediate point in there maybe 152.5, 153, If you're lucky, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't think you're going to see one fifty five. Even what the previous day's close is one fifty Fifty six, fifty seven. 57 so i see like a trading range in this today maybe like 148 you know to like 152 and a half 153
2: all right uh i don't know if you guys uh, bought the dip in dave and buster's but some people are doing that this morning working it's uh... dennis can
3: you believe how that bankrupt company and you're like you were looking at it looking at it looking at it and then
4: it's 17 and i'm like Poof, they're talking bankruptcy that could go a hell of a lot lower it did, <laughs> went all the way down to the 12 handle or 1301, hit all the way down to 1301, bounced a bit. I'm never buying a company that is talking that they could potentially go bankrupt. Sorry, never, never, never. Page 11 of our book that we somebody else is going to eventually write for us because we keep giving it all away. But when they start talking bankruptcy, no, thank you. So could, is it going to go bankrupt? We don't know. I don't think so. I think they'll get the money, but Again, when you're out of the blue and you're just talking and start talking, like nobody's seen that coming because the stock was trading $18. When we at $18, they start talking bankruptcy. But I mean, who's going to Dave & Buster's? You know, it's, it's the last place. There's going to be a few people that go into those places, but it's kind of like, you know, we talk about, you know, Carnival Cruise Lines and all that ground zero. Play is ground zero as well for COVID. So get a vaccine, get through it. You know, maybe there's an opportunity here. I think it, it does. I, I think it does survive. But is there, are they going to have to seriously dilute the stock to survive? They might have to. So I'm out. Don't want
3: okay. it. Okay. A couple things here. One, technically, whoever bought the dip yesterday is trying to wiggle out of their piece at 15.5, 15.60. Evident here on the 15-minute chart, your pre-market high is 15.69. So you got to get that seller out of there for any continued upside. Uh, fundamentally, I mean, what's that thing The do you throw the ball, the ski baller? What do you call that? When you, ski
4: ball. Ski
3: ball. Okay, let's say they do reopen. I mean, who's going to want to go and touch all the ski balls? Oh. Everyone else.
4: Bowling, all bowling. that stuff. Tough. Yeah, the bowling balls. I mean, unless everybody's going to go buy their own ball. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. The tough. You know, these public places where everybody's touching the same stuff. This stuff is, is trouble, for, and, and for a while. Uh, Joel, you might have to adjust. I think you I got like a loose going, connection. My mic
3: like, is the same way it is. Hold yeah,
4: on. you've got some type of loose connection in there because your volume is coming uh, in and out. So you might case? have to get a new headset for tomorrow. All you guys do is complain. Hold on. A second. <laughs> it's the chat. The chat's all complaining <laughs> too, but I'm complaining as well. Your volume did go low. I'm. I'm. I think he's got a loose connection in the mic because yeah. he's not doing anything, and then all of a sudden the volume comes out. So there's yeah. some type of. You might when need we, to buy a new headset. On when in doubt, week. unplug it and plug it back in. All right. Uh, I, I, I want to talk. It's still low. I want to talk about uh, the
2: volatility uh, today in particular that could be as a result of Quad Witch. Uh, Dennis, you noted uh, this morning that SPY goes ex dividend today. So, yes. talk about how these two things could play into today.
4: Well, always option expiration. You have significant volatility at the open and especially at the close because you have obviously a lot of open option positions and market makers balancing their open option positions against the stocks themselves. So you will see stocks pushed around, you will see pinning action where you've got big open interest at a price and naturally gravitates to that price if it's close to it. Um, And you see big institutional action. So that's what really moves it around. If I look here right now, I'm seeing big buy imbalances across the board, but we know on options expiration, there will be big institutional action coming the other way as well. So will these pair off at a lower price? Probably. So what does that mean? Right now, if we were to open, we would open significantly higher than where we are because I'm seeing huge buy imbalances across the board. But there's still another hour for other institutions to come in and offset some of these big buys. I'll just give you some examples though. AT&T, 1.7 million to buy. I got Bank of America, 1.9 million to buy. Coca-Cola, 1.4 million to buy. I'm picking on, yes, the big S&P components because those are picked on the most. Johnson & Johnson, 672,000 to buy. JP Morgan, 771,000 to buy. These are open opening orders that will execute at the uh, at the open and typically on any given day JP Morgan might have like 50 60,000 of an imbalance. Right now it's 700,000. So that's 10 times more than is normally there on any other given day. So that's telling you, you know, there's going to be a big push here at the open. Right now that push is higher again because it's so early new orders could come in and push this prices the other way. So you can't just say, oh, yeah, it looks like it's going to you know, open way higher because it's got a big buy imbalance right now. That can change. You get to like 929.30, like right before the open. Then it starts to get, okay, there'll be people positioning against these imbalances because it looks like. But even, you know, they could offset the last second too. Uh, but right now, we're looking significantly higher on the individual stocks if these imbalances hold.
3: Yeah, not much uh not much movement in the s and ps here a little bit uh just choppy action here a lot of indecision here on this Friday usually you know they jack it up or you know or, or jack it down and you know have a big move but right now bulls and bears are just squaring off right at unchanged here at fifty one so I don't know maybe not as fireworks much much fireworks as uh on a typical quad witch uh
2: I, I'd be curious to get your guys' opinions on this and the chat as well. Maybe it's just selective perception on my part, but I feel like there's been a lot more offerings in the last few weeks than there were in the past few months. I, I'm just I just, every day, I see like three, four, five stock offerings out there. Yeah. Uh, for the past like two, three weeks, it seems like like overnight here, there is an offering from uh, CKPT has an offering and uh who else has an offering uh hgen price an offering onew has an offering there was an offering from truly the other day uh every day it seems like there's more and there's like three or four or five stock offerings and, and chewy had theirs the other day yeah uh there's I'm sure I'm, I'm missing a lot, but every day. Nee for, after the stock split. Right, that, that was after the stock split. We talked about that. It just seems like every day there's like three, four, five stock offerings every day for the last like two weeks. I you're think so too. It, It's of been offers.
4: going on for longer than two weeks. I think it's been going on for a couple of months. And not only the offerings, you're seeing the insider sales are just enormous. I mean, there was a, and even on Peloton, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, a huge seller. by by an insider, a couple hundred thousand shares. I mean, they're selling millions of dollars worth of stock. And they never look much at the insider sales because the insider sales are always there because they have to live, right? So insiders are always selling stock, maybe diversifying themselves. You know, Bill Gates used to sell something like 80,000 shares of Microsoft a day when he had so much Microsoft just to get naturally diversified away from the company. So, you know, some of these, you know, aren't that, you know, significant to look at the sales, but they do... When you, when you put it all together with what you're saying, you, know, you have a lot of offerings, and we've been seeing an exceptional amount of sales. And I saw somebody wrote something up on Twitter, and typically it's about 20 to 1, meaning you see about 20 insider sells for every insider buy. And in the last couple of months, it's been running 40 to 1. So you see insiders basically selling twice as much as they normally are, um, 40 to 1 as opposed to twenty one to 1. And couple that with the offerings, I mean, it's right now just an indication that insiders feel that their stock prices are too high. We know Musk said Tesla was high, and that was back when it was 700 pre-splits, like $150, so they can keep going up after that. But other things being equal, insiders and, 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 you know, they're offering stocks, you know, have a better feel for their companies than a typical investor does. And I would say the tea leaves are there. I mean, we've talked about, you know, you know, you're not seeing rallies hold as much either. I mean, obviously, you know, we saw a rally last few days. Yes, we saw buy the dip mentality coming yesterday there, but trends are starting to break on stocks. It's not as rosy of a picture as it was a couple weeks ago.
2: All right, we talked about rotation uh, for the past couple of days here in, in stocks like uh, GE. And yesterday you had like US Steel was strong. Well, today you just now, actually, US Steel uh, gave better than expected guidance. They, uh, they, they pre-reported uh, Q3 uh, EPS guidance better than expected. So X is running up here up two and Did a half. Did this
4: have a headline yesterday? Uh,
2: let me check. Did you just swear? No. Oh, I, said, let you, said... <laughs> let, let, I said let me check okay. um, I was just... no no well yesterday it could have been the far the farm aid that trump announced uh,
4: okay well maybe we farmers. can play the benefit of the doubt because i miss uh, mr Khan's probably looking at a candle saying oh they announced better than guidance today and yes. holy mackerel what a move yesterday yep hmm. hmm i wonder
3: that the guy in the uh were the other
4: steel stocks up oh yeah other steel was up so maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt there because mt was up nue was up uh stld is another big one that was up okay we'll give them the benefit of the doubt because a lot of steel stocks were up yesterday
3: uh just one number this one uh for axe for you x traders if there is any out there
4: uh i'm an x trader i like yeah yeah 850
3: uh 855 remember they had that offering a long, long time ago, and people that they, they jammed it down. remember. Them. Yep, and jammed it under seven bucks. And if those people held through there, then you know you got the gap to go. So, trading at uh, what are, we're trading at 80, uh, 868, up 27 cents. So, you're getting into that gap area. Could be some room on the upside as long as you hold that 850 for X. So, people are finally going to make the money if they held but, out through that. That's off. a nice
4: breakout. Yeah,
3: I'm no doubt. I don't no like. The br- I like
4: the breakout. You know what? Value's been coming back in the favor to a certain extent. You know, it's not coincidental. The GE showing some love all of a sudden. Ford Motor Company, which oh, we boy. talked about the show three days ago, I saying I it. almost want to buy Ford if they're going to start popping them on EV information. Right. Look, two days later, Ford. Oh, we're going to have an EV F150, and we'll pop it up. Our
3: new market leaders, Ford, GE, and U.S. Steel. Getting ready?
4: <laughs> Let's start it... the ETF. <laughs> We're Let's... putting Ford, GE, and U.S. Steel in our Shh, ETF and calling any... it the Trash ETF. And right now, the trash is hot. So, we... it got hot last couple of days. Trash is hot.
3: We got to throw some uh, maybe retail in there. Maybe throw. Oh a lot. yeah, we get the retail. Under the banks, we throw some banks to- in banks there. Banks in there. Under Armour. Uh, where yeah, under
4: Armour be a good one for the trash ETF. You're, you're, We're building this whole thing right now. I, I have your ticker. It's OOPS. Oops, that's your ticker. <laughs> oops, <laughs> oops, yeah. I oops. bought
2: it
3: again.
4: Uh, uh, we'll, uh,
3: we'll see. All right, eight thirty-five S P's. Dennis, uh, you said. A little more slated to the buy side here, right? And, yeah, uh, let's I go check them out up. and see
4: if they're change- they changed some Oh, they've got bigger. They grew. Bank of America, two point six million. Gosh. Pfizer, two million. AT and T, two point two million. Buy. Ben balances across the board. Buy. Buy. bye. That's this what's happening tough. so this far this tough. morning.
3: This is This is a tough. I mean, usually I know I know what I want to do. Like right on. Look at the numbers. Look at the overnight session. I know where I want to buy. I know where I want to sell. And I don't. I don't have a clue. I don't have a good number here. I don't have, I mean, it didn't stop in any good numbers overnight. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a tricky open here. I, well, maybe something will materialize I am going here. to be
4: fading the open. And what does that mean? If we get ridiculous pops
3: yes. up yeah. here
4: on individual stocks because it's option expiration, I'll be selling them short. If we turn around and start selling off in the next hour and they get ridiculous drops off the hop, I will be the buying. Fade. So yep. typically option expiration is a great day to be a fate trader. That is typically how it works. It doesn't always work, but typically how it works. So contrarians seem to win usually on option expirations. So end of the month, end of the quarter, option expiration, third Friday, these are the days that contrarian strategies tend to work. All right, write that down on page 13.
2: All right, uh, eight thirty-six. We're gonna uh, have Jason Rasmick stop by in a few minutes. So let's do some tickers from the chat. Uh, until then, being asked here about Penn uh, and DraftKings, which we discussed. I like we've discussed every day this week. Uh, Penn, another good day yesterday, up again yeah. in the pre-market. So yeah. what more to say about it?
4: Well, this is all Kramer. So Penn was actually trading down yesterday, right after the or right after the open, if you look, and then um portnoy tweeted out that he's going to be on mad money and also after that jim kramer came on and said have a day, portnoy on mad money tonight and it ripped three dollars in about three minutes because portnoy was going to be on mad money it continued to go up last night the segment he was hardly on it was a pre-recorded interview and he was on for about 10 seconds so i was like really we ran the stock six bucks for Portnoy to be on for ten seconds, I'm like that's ridiculous. But it's still holding up here this morning. The story is still intact. I am still long the stock. I bought more yesterday to sell into the the Kramer pop, which worked out perfectly because um, it popped another two dollars. So um, so that worked out. Uh, but I'm still long my core position as well. So I'm in from fifty one dollars. I've said on this show I believe it's going to a hundred. Um, I'm going to stick with that until, you know, um, something gives me a reason to not think that. But could this be, you know, has it, oh, is it overdone here? Absolutely. The stock, I did not think when I bought this at $51 two weeks ago, that I would be up 40% in two weeks. You know, part of me says that's a pretty good move. You know, maybe I should take the Spencer Israel profits on that. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, not enough for Spencer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that's a pretty good move. It's a big move. Is it due for a pullback? It is. It's not going straight to 100. I still think it's going to 100. I'm trying not to look at it. But as a trade, if you're coming in now, you're a little late to the party. Kramer said it best last night. I'd wait for a pullback to get in at this point in time. I would wait for a pullback to get in at this point in time. But I still believe that Barstool Sports, sports betting, not going away. This is going to be one of the hottest stories. I still like the valuation compared to DraftKings and they have the wild card in Dave Portland. Uh
3: did exceed um, that old time high from yesterday. So if you're looking for a target on the upside, you did sneak through 75 dollars, 7566 and 7562. They're couple 15-minute highs of interest there. Uh, Still trading below yesterday's high. Yesterday's high was 74.73. So get through that, working the 75 handle. This trades pretty good volume. It's a NASDAQ stock, so we don't know if we have any sellers at any point. Real good volume day yesterday. So if, in fact, it starts to roll over, then it goes red on the session, which it probably won't. $73 Uh, seventy-three dollars was the close. If uh, people are in this and they got the market seventy-three, if it breaches seventy-three, you got a ways to go to get to uh, the close. Uh, the two-day close is sixty-seven eighty-four. The- so, holding the close important, and who knows where resistance is.
2: This is why trading is so hard. Look at CZR and look at MGM. So, Caesars on Monday popped. On the news that they uh, they had a partnership with ESPN and DraftKings, right, uh, for their sports book. So you see casino, you see betting partnership, you see stock go up Monday. Fast forward to yesterday, MGM announced exclusive partnership with the New York Giants. What does it do? Nothing, really.
4: Nothing. You know why? Because they beat them to the punch. So it's like I'm sorry, oh, not, you know,
2: not not New York Giants, Las Vegas Raiders.
4: The first still one still- to announce, and ESPN probably more important than just this individual sports team. But still, um, you know that the hype was at the first one, and then it's like, oh, we got another deal with a sports team, and it's like, oh, it's kind of exciting, but not really. So, you know what the problem too is, and obviously MGM and Wynn, It's like those physical and Caesar, I guess too. You could say, but maybe Caesar's trying to like re. Uh, they're they're trying to like get on the sports betting maybe a little bit more, but it's just the physical casinos that are really going to hold these down. That's why like Penn has the physical casinos as well, but they're they're not viewed that way. They're viewed as an alternative to DraftKings. Um, I I don't know if I want to own the physical casinos for the same reasons that I don't know if I want to own play. Um, Yes. You know, if we get a vaccine, these things are dirt cheap, but again, there's just who wants to go and pull the dirty slot machine. Who wants to go and grab the dice and roll the dice that everybody else just touched? I mean, are we going to wear gloves everywhere? Is that fun wearing masks and gloves inside your casino where you're supposed to be having a good time? It's tough until we get a vaccine. These stocks can remain out of favor.
2: I I guess not even sports betting can save, can save them. Um, Well,
4: and they're just not viewed that way. You know what it is? Sure, they could re—you know—they de- could reinvent themselves and become huge, and they probably will become huge in sports betting. I mean, they're not going to stand around. But it's kind of like Ford to Tesla, yeah. you know, GM to Tesla. The Ford and GM, even though they're going to have huge EV plays and be a big player in the EV market, they're viewed as traditional car makers. They buy the market, and they're and they're given you know crappy multiples because of that. Um, until they're viewed and the sentiment towards those companies becomes different, it's the same thing where you're seeing the casinos like when Las Vegas, Sands, MGM, even if they get into sports betting, are still going to be viewed as traditional casinos as opposed to DraftKings and now Penn that are viewed as sports betting plays. So I think that's the same comparison Tesla to Ford and GM. And I you know we're a lot earlier in the DraftKings Penn story than we are on the Tesla story. And now we're not talking these crazy valuations. Well, maybe on DraftKings you are, but you know, Penn's valuation is not crazy. So that's why I like that story. And that's why I think I go with the Penn or the DraftKings over the Caesars and the wins. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with someone in the chat.
2: I think maybe you are underestimating uh, or overestimating how much people in the casino really care about that stuff. But
4: uh, I guess- I, I care about it. I would go to the casino. I, so maybe you get your hardcore patrons- that still go no matter what. Right. Like they're addicted and I got to get my gambling fixed. But, you know, half the people in the casino, a lot of going for shows, a lot of just going for a fun Friday night. It's like, nah, I don't really feel like going and touching the dirty slot machine tonight. So you lose. And, and this is obviously why these stocks have been depressed. Yeah. I mean, vaccine comes around, everything changes. So we actually get, you know, not just rumors of a vaccine. We actually we got it. Here we are. Everybody's going to start injecting this into them and never getting COVID again. I mean, that changes everything. It changes flying, changes Disney, changes, you know, all of these plays. But until we seem to be getting closer to that, and we slowly are, I- I'm hands off on these stocks. I think you got time. I think you got time.
2: All right. Uh, I want to bring on – actually, let's do one more before I bring on Jason here from the chat. Uh, let's see. Any tickers? Looking for some that we haven't discussed a lot of this week uh, before I get to Jason. Let's see. Um, I'm here. There's a lot it's of tickers. Here. Let's do, we'll do some here, tickers. Well, here's one. H-A-R-P-HARP. Harp. We have not talked about this one,
4: I think, ever. Honestly. Harpoon Therapeutics. I've traded it before. I don't know anything about the company, though. Me neither. That's why I'm I, assuming they're a biotech company. That's why I bring it up, because I've never heard of it. trends, um, your friend. Yeah. Obviously... I don't know anything about trials or anything, or not following the company. And we know any small biotech—you got to be following what their what their drug is and what they're doing. Um, you know, from a just pure technical perspective, it's a nice little uptrend. But you know, we've come back a long ways too. What do you think, Alconin
3: Eighteen. 18, got a clear 18, hit uh, 18 two days ago, backed off close to 16.42, 17.56 yesterday. So 18, you can see it held up two days ago. You also struggled in the upper 17 handle back in uh, early July. Just 18. I mean, it needs to clear 18, get some news, get over 18, keep on going. If not, I look fade back to the $16 area, good support, but just struggles with 18.
2: All right, I would like, if I can, uh, to bring on Jason Rasnick here. He is the founder and CEO of of Benzinga. I'm hoping to bring – he's here with us, uh, but I'm having a hard time getting his camera and microphone on. I think maybe he needs to – I know he's listening to me, Jason. In the bottom
4: corner, left uh, mic button.
2: Get that mic and that camera on it, and and we'll be able to see and hear you. But until then, uh, sort of in wait-and-see mode for Jason, because he's in the Zoom with us, but he's not – can't see or hear him but i i, I see him. bottom
4: left corner so Sorry, uh hopefully.
2: while while jason figures out his mic and his camera set up hey uh let, let's talk bowling here we didn't discuss bowling the other day i meant to but we kind of ran out of time for that uh i think it was monday or tuesday where they had that that, that the negative headline there yeah um never really got around talking about it and it i mean i guess it's it's actually had a pretty good week reopening
4: it? trades have shown some life here yeah. in the last week you know it's not coincidental that g had a big move and boeing's holding up as well so i mean you have it to find out low 160s this has found support there again um so there's great support down here again this is gonna be this is all just waiting this is flatline for two and a half months because waiting to see where we're going on the vaccine um, that's what matters to Boeing, that's what matters to the airlines, that's what matters to the cruise lines. Some of them have performed better than others, but overall if you really analyze like Carnival cruise lines last two months, it's $16 in June, it's $16 a day. Boeing back in June, 175 bucks, $167 basically same place. I mean you can even go back to the Casino Win Resorts 78 bucks in June, 78 bucks today. I mean they haven't gone anywhere for a reason is that they're all wait and see mode for the vaccine.
3: Uh, Boeing did did rally off bad news, found three lows in the same area uh, going back. That was just, uh, you have to call it one fifty seven and a half, one fifty eight. 158. Actually, you found, yep, three lows, 57, 57, 57, kind of undercut and rally on those on last Friday. 170.57. that's still a ways away. That's the week high. I'd use that in the target, but kind of establishing another range. And uh, I just think Boeing's in for one of these periods here on the monthly, which we saw for a lot of 2018. And then a lot of 2019 before, you know, it finally broke that 320 area. So that's what I say. Trade the range. You're good at trade the ranges. Pick your levels and go right at it.
2: Buy yeah, low, sell
4: high, the same stock again and again.
2: Jason Rasnick, I mentioned he's the founder and CEO of Benzinga, joins us now on Premarket Prep. Jason, good morning.
4: Good morning. Sorry
0: for the technical difficulty for a second. I apologize, Spencer.
4: That's okay. You're just okay. too impressed today. in <laughs> the room and he's wearing a nice shirt. Wow. Holy. Yeah. Which all I'm gonna, he's take. all of a sudden a suit.
0: <laughs> a suit. Yeah, I love it. All right. <laughs> so, the- <laughs> so, Dennis, you disagree with yourself today. Oh, what I do? You said you I don't I do that buy- a lot you don't buy companies that are rumored to go bankrupt.
4: Did it, when did, what company did I buy? Did I buy one that was rumored no, to go bankrupt? Well, okay,
0: so you admit to that, yes, okay. okay. So, he's, Dennis is right, he likes to be safe and sorry. But if you wanna make the real money, the mad money, the millions of dollars, you were buying Penn National at three and four dollars or six dollars when it was rumored that they had this debt that was owed that they could go bankrupt.
4: I didn't buy it at, till I didn't buy it till fifty. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I bought it. Late. I wish I would have bought it at three.
0: That's what I'm saying. You're hurting that we you, you, like we could have had some more people in. At I mean, you can see my buys. I bought it at six, but I sold it at twelve.
4: Anyway. Um, I was like, too scared. I thought the I thought it was a zombie apocalypse back in March. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> My wife was ready to dump her entire portfolio, and she almost had me talked into it. No, so I, it was scary. March is scary. If you bought in March, congratulations. But that wasn't for me. It was too scary back then. I didn't know what was going lighting on. Lighting sucks. I gotta switch it. Okay,
0: so um, yeah, this lighting's weird, but it's all right. We'll just deal with it. Okay.
4: Perfect. So would you be a buyer, play? Let's bring it back to the stock we were no. talking about. So.
0: It, it,
4: it's tough on play. Um,
0: in hindsight, yes, Like, but here's the thing. If you have the time to put it in the research, look at the S1s. Look at when the debt is due. Look at the who the underwriters are. If it's the same underwriters for the equity offering. So when I bought Penn and it was rumored to go, see, everyone's like, oh, it's so easy to buy Penn at 4 to $6. No, it was rumored they were going to go bankrupt. It was yeah. rumored that. Oh, yeah. and so And then I said on this show, I said on this exact show, read the, Read the offerings, read what's going on there, and then you know, make a decision. So if you buy stocks that are rumored to go bankrupt and they hit, you can make a lot of money. If you bought uh pen at $6, $4, you're making a lot of money. I own my call options, my, um, I own the October 40s. I bought them for $3 a share. They're at $20 a share now, um, so the, and that's, that's pen. And, um, when the options, you know, you, that's where I take my gambles. I could have taken the gamble and buy. So my point is you could have bought the stock at $4 and yes, it was rumored that could go bankrupt or whatever, but it's like, like buying a call option. I bought, you know, the call option at 380 and they're, you know, at 30 or
4: $22. Um, so this is where you can make money. Buying options sometimes when there's all sometimes those jacked up premiums work when you've really got a lot of opportunity and you think zombie apocalypse was coming it doesn't come those call options worked really well, right? And 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 that's all I was getting at. And
0: it, it's like buying the stock. It's 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 total. Like you have to accept that it's total risk and it's not it's not a safe investment. The investments that you know this week, DraftKings um, doing well for me. I own the uh, December um, seventy dollar calls. Um, I've been buying more and more Dunkin' Donuts that has been, um, basically sort of, sort of a flat position, but I, I now, I am now thinking about taking a much bigger position in Dunkin' Donuts. You know, when you go into any building or like they have Starbucks, everyone's like excited about Starbucks. I think Dunkin' Donuts over the next two years is going to give Starbucks a run for its money.
2: It's been so long that I forgot what the ticker was. DKN.
4: DNKN. But. I thought this a few years ago, Jason. I'm just wondering why you think it now. Because I was obviously early on this trade, but i I thought a few years ago that Duncan could eventually give Starbucks a run for their money. It's never really materialized. I don't know if it's his management that just you know didn't figure it out like Starbucks did. I mean, yeah, the stock did pretty well in 2017, 50 to 80. But you know, it's been an underperformer to Starbucks basically forever. Why do you think now that Duncan can figure it out?
0: Because they're getting more innovative. They're partnering with the Charlie Demilio's, like they're partnering with the, you know, the people that you know are movers and shakers on TikTok. But not only that, I'm seeing in social media and the social media trends and the Google trend data, and on Twitter, people needing their Dunkin' coffee every morning, like, and that's what I used to see with, um, you know, Starbucks. Like, it's starting to create that brand. Like, you know, where's Dunkin'? I want my Dunkin' coffee, not Dunkin' Donuts. It's the first time that I'm seeing it out in real life. So you, need,
3: you need uh, what they need is a better breakfast sandwich. I'm a breakfast sandwich guy. Beyond and, meat. Uh no, they might have a beyond meat one, but uh, you know, I've tried all of them. I make probably my best at home and on my own. And I tried their, their breakfast sandwich and it wasn't very good. Now that won't affect the long term, but the really need to do is if people the are Starbucks going to food get,
4: sucks too, though.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's they need to I get a better to- so a better breakfast sandwich.
0: I disagree with Joel. I think they need people to love their coffee and become a competitor to uh, Starbucks. That like they need to really develop the coffee brand and have the coffee everywhere and become ubiquitous like Starbucks is. Um, you know, I really, I really think so.
4: You know um, who uh, is a com- a big competitor for Dunkin' and for Starbucks that not many people talk about, but it is McDonald's. Um, you know, McDonald's coffee. There's a lot of people that go to McDonald's for the coffee. McDonald's has made a new all time high. Um, I would say almost a Dunkin', you know, yes, Starbucks competitor, but it's an upscale coffee shop where people go sometimes for an experience. You know, they do go through there where McDonald's is like, I fly through, get my coffee. That McDonald's coffee is pretty good too. Well, mark You don't date. drink
3: coffee. Mark, no,
4: mark, but my wife does and she prefers McDonald's coffee over any of them.
0: So mark the date here and um look in six months where we're at i know people are saying duncan's coffee sucks this is through like i so there's an instagram group that i follow and i see trends early and, and i'm usually pretty good at this i'm usually pretty good at seeing yep. trends. and Th- duncan is one of the these things um i know there's other places out there but i think within six months you're going to see a nice moving duncan don't, don't, there's, there's big money out.
4: i I, just want, I think this is a good segment here to talk about, and what Jason's using is social media trends to find his next trading idea. Somebody who does a great job, with this is Chris Camilo over at uh, Dumb Money. He does a good job with it, too. There's money to be made doing exactly what Jason is talking about, though. And I don't know, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't comment on whether you know it's a good coffee or bad coffee. But I can tell you for a fact that people make money following social media trends. And I think Jason's on to a good strategy here where you're looking at different social media, uh, what is hot, what's being talked about. I mean, that's even for day traders. You know, you see, is, you know, this going to get, you know, the day traders talking? You know, you see the story, the headline breaking your a Pro. And then you look at it and you say, is that going to get people talking on Twitter today? Because if it is, that stock probably continues higher. If it's something that's just going to get shrugged off and not get people talking, then it's probably not a buy. So using your headlines and looking at your Benzinga Pro headlines and then trying to d- determine, you know, even from a day trading perspective, if those, that's going to drive social media talk and media talk in itself, is it going to get a mention on CNBC? Um, there's money to be made there.
2: And you could argue that uh, that trade is, is, or that type of research is more applicable now than ever because there's more retailer traders now than ever.
4: I think so. I mean, I do it all the time. You're just trying to get ahead of the re- Robinhood trade, trying to get ahead of the retail herd. And I see a headline break in Benzinga Pro from a press release or something like that. And I'm like, you know, you see some of those guys, ah, nobody's going to talk about that. It's like, oh, whoa, oh, that's a hot story. Oh, that says EV in it. That's going to go. So, I mean, this is, you know, one, have your Benzinga Pro open and two, anticipate which ones are going to get a lot of talk. Okay, They know what's going on. Hey, that's the flood stuff, guys. We got work. <laughs> uh, Don't was, get uh, COVID Part Two from this guy, <laughs> Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Remember I the know. last guy, the plumber got you. <laughs> I should t- I
0: should take you guys to the office right now. You- you've never <laughs> seen a thing like this in your life. It's it's it's, it's Saran wrapped like the whole thing is Saran wrapped. The whole
2: office. Oh man. That's- what happened Spencer's to the office? There. What happened? His office,
3: not ah. not our office. Oh, oh, okay, okay. What's so going so on in your office? That's you where it? the leak was.
2: All right, all right, all right.
0: Oh, see, know, guys, 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 I got, couple, I got a couple more things. Dennis, you just took over my whole segment. You talked
4: for like, <laughs> I stole oh. it from you. Oh, really? Dennis <laughs> talks too much. I pitch Pro New for a few times in there, though. Put,
3: yeah, put <laughs> that in there. Dennis okay. talks too much on Pro. Up Listen, up. What, Jason, what do you got?
0: I got – okay, so – two okay, but this is the office, guys, real quick. Whoa.
4: Oh, that's not
0: good.
4: We have a water problem.
0: And it's leaking still. So. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, let's get back to it. Okay, so – um. We got two more things. I'm, I'm going to take the helm for like three, two no, minutes. No,
4: I'm, I'm First, on mute.
0: Yeah, you go mute. First, I have to do this for my friend Bryce. He wouldn't leave me alone on this one. We have a boot camp next week. And the thing that I need to talk about is we got Mike Novogratz. He was a fortress billionaire. He's big into crypto. He's on it. They got Anthony Papalino, Raul Paul, I guess the guy from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and it's an event focused on crypto and investing in emergent asset classes. The speakers will go through the state of it, how to invest in it. Uh, Spencer can put a link into the um, thing. I can give it to you if you uh, don't have
2: it. I have you have it? it. Yeah. Well, actually, so the link is, is, is always in the description of our video, but I'll put the link to this. Okay, position. good, good.
0: So thank you, Spencer. You're a boss. I love it. Um, okay, and then, so some stocks that I've been asked about in the room. So I've been asked a lot about GAN, and we'll get to right now. You, GAN is not trading well. It is now basically at the. Pr- I mean, I know we made some money on it when we bought it and sold some, but if you but if you bought it again, you're you, it's trading at basically our buy price. Um, so it is sitting down at the sixteen whatever range, something like that, right? Um, and I still own it, sixteen ninety eight, or maybe it's pre market seventeen eleven. Um, we're not getting the color that we want to hear out of it. We're not getting what we want to to uh, determine if you know. It, what's the story i'm still invested. we're doing our research they need some catalyst some deals i know this industry pretty well now white house gaming got the, ma- the major uh or white horse gaming got the major deal with Penn. i'm hoping actually Penn buys out white horse gaming so then there's less competitors to gan that's what i'm hoping i don't know how good the business development team is at gan right now i don't know what deals we're trying to find out we're trying to bring the ceo on but i'm still holding the shares In fact, I bought some more this week. I'm believing it's gonna be figured out. Um, The thing that Dennis would say if he was allowed to talk right now, he would say, Jason, you know, DraftKings pen just goes up every day. Gann should follow along a little bit and it's not. So that is a cause for some concern. Um, And that's what we're looking into. If it's a bunch of insider selling, why are they selling? What's going on? So I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not one of those guys. Like when Slack was going down to 17, I've started buying the IPO at 36. I kept buying because I had my confidence, my level of knowledge in the Slack industry is a lot more than the online gaming. So I kept buying. If GAN did go down to like a $12 handle, I probably would say, okay, it's time to you uh, you know, um, you know, eat my whatever and, and sell, sell some shares because there is something else going on. So I'm watching it right now closely. And I'd like to see some support at the $16 level or the high 15s and then go for a ride. But it needs to get some fundamental contracts or do some things. I mean, they have good technology, but they need to get some new deals. That's my take on Gan. Um, um, the other plays, my best plays of this of the last two months, guys. Remember, I said like I certain, certain. I don't make a hundred trades a day like Dennis. I make certain high conviction trades at certain times, and I had them. You know, with Peloton, um, uh, Yeti. Um, DOO, PII, like all the outdoor plays. So I think of trends. So I've been doing the trend thing. You know, uh, you guys are talking about Dunkin'. I've been doing the the trend thing since I've been, you know, 15 years old. I sat in a CompUSA store watching how people reacted to the new iMac in 1997. I went at like two months in a row to see people would, you know, stop by the gray computers and go look at the blue translucent one. When I saw that I bought Apple at $14, I still own Apple my – my, my cost on Apple shares are $2 a share. And so I look at trends all day long and what people are doing. So I think what's the future going to hold? What's the future going to hold? What are changing habits? So one of the things are, I'm in Michigan. I know a lot of people are all over the world, but it's getting colder here. But people still want to go out to dinner. They're going to buy, these restaurants are going to have to buy a bunch of those heaters, those propane tank heaters. So that's one trend right there. Look for stocks in the propane he, uh, heating business.
3: Um, S- There's electric too. I just bought one for our house uh, for the backyard. Um, Lowe's has electric ones too. DTE, you're saying? Uh, I'm DTE saying we got we got one of those electric. we are we because I don't want to deal with the propane all the time. They have okay. electric ones, so we got electric oh, one oh, for Lowe's.
0: Good point, Joel. My friend has a propane delivery a startup. If anyone needs a propane delivered, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they just drop it off. You just call it; comes within 30 minutes, like Domino's or propane. But yeah, so I bought a stock SPH, the company. I don't love it, but I'm trying to buy the propane uh, trend. So SPH is one of them. S is not Sam, P is in Peter. You got it up there, Dennis. You got it up there, Joel. Whoever did that, Spencer. I don't know. A lot of names in this room. Okay, so I I bought that just to play that trend. I'm gonna buy more stocks that have to do with the the winter. Um, my my wife said I should buy Patagonia. I haven't bought that one yet um, because she said people are gonna go, go on a lot more skiing trips. So she wanted me she wanted me to buy a bunch of Patagonia
2: for her. What is um, that? Wait, what is that ticker? Is that public? Patagonia. I, well, I thought it was. Is it not? I, I not I didn't know it was public. But okay. it could be. I just.
0: Well, well not I would buy it. I didn't buy it. And one that's doing really well for me right now, it's a comeback from the graveyard. This is what I'm talking about, guys. If you have patience, you never know. You know I know the management there, but I don't have any inside info. Smile Direct, SDC. I mean, Sam, Dog, Charlie. Um, I know the leadership there pretty well. The stock has come roaring back. I mean, I was down some money on this thing. You could have bought it back at $4, $5. We're in an 11 handle. I mean, this is coming back and and I don't think you've seen the full story I think it has room to go I'm still long it I am still long it it's turned
4: it's turned I like the chart it's turned now um, I'd be a buyer at pullbacks here too I mean I'd love it to pull back to 10 to really get into a sweet price because that's where the old resistance was I don't know if you're gonna get that chance but I like the fact that this is now stabilized and turned so and and getting you know halfway back to where it was IPO so um, from the IPO high so I like it
0: yeah, and um, and and it's gone. I mean, it's I'm up, I'm up. I guess I saw Mitch Hatch tell me SmileDirect's a horrible stock, 222%. I'm up on it, Mitch. Tell me it's a horrible stock again. <laughs> okay. Tell me this, this. Tell me now. It's not to say that I wasn't down 50% on it and 60% on it, but then I, you know, I just I just kept throwing in my, um, you know, I just kept throwing in more more chips at it.
4: Um, I just think I, oh God, I just think there's. <laughs> Is that an airplane? Yes. Did somebody land in your on your roof? Get the airplane off your roof. They're going to make another leak. <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, All right, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. I got yeah. it fixed. Hold on.
2: <laughs> going on.
4: Okay. We're good. I thought my house was crazy. So house. Yeah. That
0: was that. And then, again, so the boot camp. Um, and then, hey, if you guys are Fidelity users, if you guys use Fidelity, I need you to send an email to Fidelity or hit this thing say we'd love to have Benzinga news added to the Fidelity platform send me a screenshot at Jason at Benzinga.com and I'll get you a t-shirt I need your address and size address and size send a screenshot and um, and we got some more cool stuff coming for you guys like there's some good stuff coming um, oh yes, yeah, sorry I didn't see that one Upwork I still own Upwork I own call options on Upwork it plays in the Fiverr space that's UPWK and um, wow. And then... Stop at Upwork for
4: a second. That's a nice-looking chart. What do you think of this one, Joel? I'm going to stop for one minute. We're going to let Jason finish. That's a Uh, nice-looking chart. You know
3: what? We've been looking at this one. We have. uh, Let's see. Let me uh, me pull it up there. I kind of like this chart. Sleepy. It's Oh, well, the big boys are backing up the truck at 15 here, yeah. 1475 to 15. Jason's and on it here, I think. I talked I like about this. One. Yeah, just like it, really to get really excited about this one, you got to get over this little pesky high at 16, 32, and hold 16. But the big boys are stepping up here at 15, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, and I have some additional color on um, Upwork. I told you guys, like, again, like, I do my own research on this stuff. I told you guys about Upwork, how they, they change the platform where you can't go off platform as easily. And I guarantee you they're gonna have more revenue in it. I guarantee I mean, sorry, I don't want I well, they're gonna have more revenue because of that. But I I expect good quarterly earnings from them for this past quarter. So I'm I'm long that I'm playing a, 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 I'm playing a little detail that I found that most people didn't. I did this back in the day on other stuff. I'll give you an example. Yahoo.com used to be a public company. Uh, a long time ago, in year 2000 or 2001, I owned online dating sites. Basically every city and ethnicity I own sites. Yahoo introduced Yahoo Personals. For six months it was completely free. All of a sudden they introduced $20 a month. No analyst saw that. So I buy the stock up. I listen to the analyst call and they had the Piper Jaffray analyst, forget, forget her name. And no one could understand why Yahoo's earnings were up in extra uh, revenues up $40 million. No one brought up online personal because so they just didn't pay it. They don't pay attention to the details. I bought the stock as much as I could, and I was right with my theory. I have that same theory with Upward right now on how they're changing their model with pricing on the platform versus off the platform. And so that is my other reason, not just because of chart, but that's my conviction. And, and listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But here's the way I look at it. What is my downside? Is it, is it down to 12 or is it up to 22? I think it's up to 22. And that's the way, the way I play it because of a little thing I found. And I and I and I try to listen to everything. I try to pay attention to everything. So if someone mentioned Chris Camilla, yeah, Chris. Chris and I have been good friends for seven, eight years. I invested in his startup many years ago. That wasn't a good one. I lost my money, but I didn't lose our friendship. And um, I didn't put much money in. But like that's, I'm that's talking, right I'm talking to, I'm talking to everyone and anyone about different stocks. So you, we, we love like Joel will tell you. We love this show because we can discuss stocks and bring ideas to each other. And that's the whole point of this. Oh, last one, RKT, RKT. So RKT, you want to put up a chart, guys, just so we can, and then we'll call it a day for me, I guess, Spencer? Sure,
2: uh, what do you have on RKT? Well, I have a chart.
0: so RKT is sitting at, 20, at 22, oh yeah, you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, it makes Spencer jump for joy. Um, RKT has been a troubling one, right? I mean, it's not trading the way we want it. The charts are not pretty. I think this is a long, long-term play that will be great. If you're looking for short-term hits, it's tough. I picked up some RKT this morning, though, right before the show in the pre-market. I haven't played RKT in two weeks. I just I have my long-term position in RKT. I bought it in the IPO, and I'm keeping those shares for a long time. What did you a- like
3: about it? What, what, what did you like about it? Did it undercut the lows at 22 and change and then came back and closed above it?
0: So I didn't know it hit the 22, and so that's what I, I liked it. I didn't, the charts, I didn't go – you know, I'm not – still a t- likes the story. Okay, back.
3: okay. I just wanted – because yesterday it had all that support at 22, uh, 22 and a quarter, and then they probably undercut it, and then they got back above it. So a lot of times they – you know so – The Jeremy Ducey trade, yeah, the undercut un- and rally. Yep. so that, 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 that low from yesterday is very important for that to hold up. But there, if it does, then you got a little – it looks like you got a little short-term mm-hmm. bottom in.
0: James Santa G- Gallo. That's sweet. You're looking, you're looking at the details. Awesome stuff. Um, I saw, I saw that guy, Jay in the streets, uh, in Detroit last night. Um, he was walking out of a restaurant, but yeah, I mean, so RKT, the, my, what I like about it now that technicals, is that the way they can scale that company and the operation they built is just amazing. It's just amazing. And I am looking forward to when they get into further financial technology stuff, I don't know anything. But I just think it's all a long-term play, and I have some of those long-term plays, and I'm trying to get out of get out ahead of it, and um, that's it. Like I, I'm not looking for a immediate thing. Yes, IPOB. I know my our guy, our friend. I'm ha I'm gonna have him on uh, one of these shows. But open door trade. It seems like that trend's gonna be your friend for a bit. IPOB. Did you buy it,
2: Dennis? This is another spec, Dennis. They're- no, I didn't. They're the one that's merging with Open Door, which was announced uh, Tuesday, I believe.
4: I, I like I, I like the SPAC plays if you're buying them before they announce stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, these things pop up and and they go. I mean, I've been playing some of the SPACs. I, I like the SPAC plays.
0: Okay. And so the last thing I want to say, um, Spencer Israel brought it up. And what's the guy's name uh, who's doing the IPOV? What's his name?
2: Uh, his name is, I have it here. One second. You know, he's
0: on CNBC a lot. Uh, I, is that, uh,
2: Chamath. Uh, thank you. I I, I okay, like so the
0: but that's, what, that's what I wanted. Okay, okay so um, I get really nervous when a lot of offerings happen. I get really nervous because that is what happened in the dot-com space. And then whenever the market heats up, people bring offerings. Like someone approached us about taking Benzinga in a reverse um, <laughs> IPO thing. To take Benzinga public because our revenue guys is higher than like a 300 NASDAQ companies. I mean, there's a NASDAQ company that has a million dollars in revenue the first six months. I mean, it's, it's crazy. There's a drill in my head right now. Sorry for the noise. So um, that is, so I'm nervous about all these offerings, but Shamath basically did a comparison at 2000. And, and now in terms of offerings, it's like 80 to one in 2000 year 2000 or whatever, when the last crash to the big one, they had way more offerings back then, but I'm in the camp of Spencer Israel with all these offerings. So I have been trimming back positions. I, I owned Zoom since, since IPO. And I just last week, I think it was last week, I sold, I think I already told you, 25% of my position at Zoom. So I have 75% left. and I'm a little max. I sold at 360, 370. It's at 410. I sold some of my Tesla. I cut down like 7% of the position. I may sell some more today, but actually no, I'm going to buy puts. I'm buying puts. I talked to Dennis on the tax stuff. So I'm going to do some put stuff on to, to hedge it. I, I don't like all the offerings. So I'm taking some cash off the table and putting some hedges in place. And I'm going to try to find these unique opportunities to trade. So guys, you don't always have to go big and make money every single day. That's how people get killed in the market. When the high conviction trades are there, like the DOOs, the PIIs, or the Yetis, like those kind of things that we just knew, or the TASTs or the Express Buy. Yeah, right. High conviction, hundred percent when I was on the show. But- you go, you go for it. You, you go for it. And right now I don't, I'm, I'm in this campus venture Israel, or maybe not his camp. He mentioned all the offerings. It makes me a little nervous, Joel. So I'm taking a little bit off, but I'm still sell calls. See, Gary, I need to sell calls instead of puts for the Tesla position. I do need help on that. I do not know how to hedge properly. I'll, well, I'll, if I'll, you,
2: I'll. if you sell puts, that'll be bullish. So Keep an eye on four, I mean, four. that. I was yeah, going to buy well, puts. I want to do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh keep an eye for just long term on uh, uh Tesla. keep an eye on four forty two sixty eight and the reason I like that number is because that was the uh the pre split close and um it you know obviously went up to five hundred went down to four thirty last week, but I just think that that 's a that's an uncle point for people, and I. It's uh, it has not. It closed above it one day this week on the fifteenth. But uh, long term, that's a good number. And uh, the same, and I, I said the same from Apple. Now Apple's a distance from uh, that level. Uh, the pre-split close and Apple, uh, I believe, was up at like one twenty-four. So uh, that's just a long-term number. Keep an eye on that. Four forty-two for Tesla. All right. So,
0: just- one, one, one last thing, housekeeping. I forgot to tell you guys. I'm having my friend Kathy Wood from ARK Investment on a special show with me, um, but I'm, doing, I'm recording it Monday. We'll try to get the segment out Tuesday morning because Battery Day is Tuesday, so and I'll, ask, or I'll at least start to get the clip out about Battery Day. It's not about just about Battery Day. It's about our life. It's a little thing. It's a new little show we're doing. It's not consistent. It's called The Raz Report, um, and we're going to put it out like twice a week, once a week, and Kathy Wood is the first guest. Um, Monday night at 4 p.m., and I'll ask her about battery day. So, but it's a show that's all over the place. Yeah, I'll, just-
2: I'll make an announcement when we actually go live with that. Uh, but Jason said it best a few minutes ago, it's not about whether you made or lose money, it's about the friends you made along the way, right? Jason, that's it. Okay, uh, I lost, I don't know what we're talking about. But, uh, I, was, I was talking about you and Chris Camillo, but I guess the moment's over. Oh, no, and- all right.
0: And yeah, no, I, yeah, I didn't care. The, the startup investment, I, exactly. That, that, that it's about the friendship you made the way. I would, I would do the investment five times over again. All right. But I want one thing on that, on that little Razz report, it's not yeah. just, a, it's not just a stock show. It's the following show is a mental health show. And um, like, it's about, you know, mental health with some like famous celebrities. And so it's all over the place. It's just something that I wanted to explore for a while and bring out stories that aren't out there to the public. So it's the first show that happened to be Kathy Wood since I, you know, she's pretty big in the world these days. All right. All right. Thank you. And I don't own Winnebago anymore. Sorry. I got out of that one. Um, thank you guys. And um, thank you for that color drill on Tesla over there on the 440 thing. That's all. Sure. Keep an eye on that. All right, well,
2: yep. Watch out for ticker U today. That's your IPO unity. Software. Yeah,
0: Eric, I own TCS as well. I own TCS, the container store, if that's what you're asking about. Um, all right. So I just right. wanted to talk.
2: Thanks a lot, Rez. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that is a wrap for us. Please remember all the information and material from our show are meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. You can catch a replay of our show on YouTube or on every major podcast platform. You can email us, at premarketatbenzinga.com. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate any and all likes and subscribes. Joel and I will be back at the close. Until then, everyone have a good rest of your Friday.